Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. We are so delighted to be in the studio again today. We've actually switched rooms because we are doing something a little different. We've done this once before on the podcast, and that is a Skype interview. We are in New York, and our guest is in Oklahoma. We want to welcome our good brother, MJ, in fact, as he's affectionately known, Manoj, is it Uman? Yes, it's Uman. Manoj Uman, and we're going to be getting into uh, ministry the Lord's laid on his heart. Great musician, singer, writer, minister of the gospel. Stay with us. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. back in the studio with MJ and he is actually not in the studio with us. He's in Oklahoma and we are Skyping right now and this is a really cool thing. We did this once before with one of our guests in Ireland and uh, it was fun. You know, our, our listeners don't get to see this but uh, <laughs> they at least get to hear your heart and hear your music yeah. and uh, hear what the Lord's doing with you. We thank you for that. You are the cousin of one of our very own, Sheba. Yes. Now yes, how I are am. you guys cousin? Your parent? Your, your mom and yes. dad? or? Yeah, I think it's it's my dad and her mom, I believe, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, her yeah. dad. No, your dad. My dad and her mom. Her mom, yeah. brother our and sister. Our cousins, yeah. Cousins, cousins. Yeah. So you're like second cousins. We're second cousins. Uh, yeah. That's the American way of uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> second cousins. <laughs> and and so so you're in Oklahoma. You're both natively from where? Your family's from where? India. What from part India. of India? Some, from South India, Kerala, actually. Carol. Kerala. Actually. Kerala. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kerala, India. And how did you get to the U.S.? Were you born here? I was born here, and my parents actually moved here, I think, in the 70s, and they started working here. And my dad was in ministry as well, and so they started working here, and they went back and forth, and I was born here, and we settled here, basically, in Oklahoma City. Okay. So you don't have ingrained in you, like, deep Indian uh, traditions? See, I think I have the best of both worlds because okay. I I went back to India when I was really young and I and I lived there for about three years and went to school there became fluent in the language, and so I came back to America, uh, I think maybe seven or eight and went back to school here and I actually when I came back from India I didn't remember any English so I kind of have the wow. best of both worlds yeah I can speak the Indian language without an American accent and Is I can speak right? English without the Indian accent yeah, that's interesting because I thought you would have lost that or never, yeah, or never uh, had it but that's that's great to hear yeah that's why I don't sound like somebody that you'd hear at a call center you know <laughs> <laughs> you don't yeah. look like anybody at a call center either <laughs> no you look like you're from Harlem uh, you know. well, I, 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 hear, I hear it a lot I hear it a lot and, yeah. really? no no. <laughs> oh, that's great though when I listen to your music I'm not hearing a lot of Indian culture there either no not uh, at all you are musically influenced by whom? Um, honestly Israel Shane and Shane and probably a little bit of Gunger okay. altogether. And those are my Christian Christian influences right. and, and when it comes to like style wise a little bit of John Mayer Dave Matthews you know eclectic okay. style you know I kind of work in in various realms of music. So. Okay. Now, i got to ask you this question because we, we are in this this season, it seems, of, 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 of exploring worship from various authentic, if you will, uh, cultures. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, when we've traveled in the past and, and, and uh, from time to time we go, to, we go about uh, doing missions work, we like to, you know, one of the first things I look for when I go to other countries is I look for authentic Worship in that culture. Yeah, what yeah. are they singing in their in their cultural style? Yeah. And uh, to my dismay, I'm 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 constantly finding Israel Hillsong, <laughs> you know, covers of of such. Yeah. Uh, w- when you go to India, uh, be an Indian. I mean, do you miss that, or have you ever had that experience? I mean, what's your opinion on that? What, with India, with the, with the, okay, and our language is called Malayalam, our predominant language that we speak, and mm-hmm. so Malayalam worship is something that goes so much deeper than anything I've ever heard in any language. Mm. It is, and it is so powerful. Their lyrics and, and the way they enter into worship, I mean, people be, could be quiet one moment, not saying anything to anybody in a church or in a, in a prayer-like setting. And the moment you start singing a, a Malayalam song, it's like the entire place erupts. Really? And so when, when you say authentic Malayalam worship, for me, personally speaking, there is nothing that I've experienced to date that is as powerful to me personally as Malayalam worship. You know, it's been incredible. I, I mean, I, I pastor an American church. So what I crave the most, even, even in being in an American church, is going back to that Indian setting and hearing that Malayalam worship. And that's, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard, you know. Mm. And, and you, you, you haven't felt compelled to write in Malayalam? <laughs> I haven't. No, I'm not. I'm not as gifted to write, and I can speak the language pretty right. fluently. Okay. But I, I haven't really pursued that realm. 
to write in, mm. in Malayalam. But there are songs that in, in Malayalam that I, we've translated back and forth to English that are just to this day, just something that that's pulls on my heartstrings stronger than any English or Spanish song I've ever wow. heard. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you, you're going to have to do one for me before we uh, yeah, <laughs> wrap up yeah. this. Yeah, well, I've got the guitar here, so awesome. I'm ready to go whenever you are. Yeah. Now, is there a, a, a large Indian population where you are, or, or what's the deal there in Oklahoma? Larger than I would like at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is there is a, a ridiculously huge a South Indian population really? in Oklahoma, in Texas, in New York even, in New Jersey. I mean, anywhere I go, there's Indians everywhere. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, that's yeah. interesting. And, and the so, crazy thing is, they're most most of them are Christian too, and you don't hear that. You you don't right, hear a right. lot of Indians being Christian. I mean, anywhere I go, well, like the question I get most is, "Oh, so are your parents Hindu? Did you convert from Hindu?" No, I'm third gener- generation Pentecostal. Wow. So so it's it's crazy, you know, that we have such a huge Christian, not just Christian, but Pentecostal background in Oklahoma as well. You know, mm. so that's 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 great. Yeah. So, so with this huge Indian population, yeah. uh, you guys never got together and did an authentic Indian worship moment. I mean, <laughs> I they mean have, you know, where you in, just got together Oklahoma, and did the songs. In Oklahoma, they have they have about thirteen plus just strictly Indian cultural churches, and so they get together. I mean, they I mean the, the people that are more gifted in that realm in writing, they have. You okay. know, and that's something I crave to do. And I'm thinking, you know, I don't know if you, if Shaba's told you yet, but I'm going to India for six months in September. She did mention and that. So yeah. that's something that I hope and pray to tap into when I'm there. You right. know, because I've craved it. The, the lyrics are just—I mean, for me, it's just something that's so much—it's so rich, you know, in content. Right, right. Well, that's so. great. Tell us a little more, a little more about Minaj. Okay. Born and well, raised in Oklahoma. Well, uh, for me, I just finished my MBA um, at, at a school here in Oklahoma, and it's something that you know my parents have been wanting me to do for a while. And so, in Indian culture, education is is definitely something that's highly looked upon. So mm-hmm. I did that, and you know, right out of high school, actually, just backtracking, you know, I grew up I grew up in church, you know, and so my dad was a pastor, but I never really knew the Lord until my senior year in high school. And so I go to this camp in March of 2005, and the Lord grabs a hold of my heart in such a unique way and I give my heart to the Lord in March of 2005 mm-hmm. and three months later I'm in full-time ministry with Nancy Harmon Ministries it was such a, a powerful conversion at that point in my life that I didn't want to do anything else but serve the Lord you, and so I you gave your life to the Lord and in three months you were in full-time ministry three months I'm wow. traveling with I don't know if you've ever heard the name Nancy Harmon old school yeah, old yeah, school lady yeah, yeah. And so she started about 15, 20 years ago. She started training students every summer, about a handful to 10, 15 students. She would travel, take them with her, train them in Bible during the daytimes. And at night times, we'd have revival services in various cities, in various churches. And so I traveled with her for that summer, 2005, and the Lord completely shattered me. I was an introvert, wouldn't really talk to much people, shy, you know, no one would believe that now if I'd say it because no, I mean, everyone knows me as who I am now, but Mm -hmm. the Lord really broke me out of that shell and I relentlessly pursued ministry. I mean, I didn't have people come after me and say, well, hey, you're called to this, you're called to that. In fact, I wish I had people that would come up to me and pray over me and say that, but that never happened. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, well, I I'm sick of trying to wait for someone to say, you, it's time for you to serve the Lord. This is what I feel I want to do. So I pursued it relentlessly. You know, my parents weren't all about it at first. They wanted me to really pursue education. So I pursued education online. You know, I did correspondence while I was traveling and I pursued ministry with all of my heart. And, you know, that's what I mean. And, and this, the Lord started opening doors. The moment I took that step of faith saying, all right, God, it's not about me anymore. I don't care what everyone else around me has to say. You know, I, I love them for it. I love them for their opinions and them looking out for me. And I'm gracious for it. But here it is. At the end of the day, I answer to you. Who did I live for? Did I live for mom and dad? Did I live for brother and sister? Did I live for the church or did I live for God? Right. And that's what just challenged me and compelled me to take the big steps of faith that I've taken. You know, mm-hmm. now, you were so already a Christian, at that, but you were already Christian in high school. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, how high did your life change really- after you gave your life to the after you went all out? How did your life change? It became I mean, it became from before it would be such a, a two sided life. It would be, okay, Lord, um Sundays and Wednesdays, you and me, we work. Every other day of the week, I don't know you. You know? Mm-hmm. And so it came it, it went from it being just a two-day, you know, Christianity walk to, well, this is who I am. I'm redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe, this is what I believe changed. I think I went from trying to fit into different circles and trying to fill that empty void to finally being fulfilled in the Lord and understanding who I am in Him. And that bled into every area in my life. Mm. You know, that revelation bled into every area in my life. And so years later, this was a few years later, I got... I started leading worship at a church in Norman, a church plant, got ordained there as a pastor and continued relentlessly pursuing God. And God started opening these doors to sing and to write music and to record uh, an EP, you know, and and now go to India for six months and serve there. So me as a person, what really caused me, you know, even in ministry to maybe struggle is, 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 and this, I think I can share it through my personal experiences, is this struggle in ministry was, well, sometimes we try to live up to this persona that people build you up as. And the more you try to live up to that, I think the more you fail. Mm-hmm. But when you, you know, and then for me, when I finally gave it to the Lord, like this is my identity, God, not ministry can't be my identity. Singing can't be my identity. Preaching can't be my identity. What people know as MJ can't be my identity. My identity must be the Lord, how he sees me and pursuing what he wants me to do relentlessly. Well, it sounds like you have found your identity for sure. Yeah. We're yeah. going to come back, pick up right at that point. Okay. Right after this message. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God, God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your hands. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio, where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church in New York City. In the last book of the Bible, Jesus spoke to a specific type of people. Now, these were people that had, in his words, a little bit of strength. They had kept his word and had not denied his name. And I, I think of the people today that you're listening to these words and you've come to the end. You have some strength, but not very much. You do believe that 
the Bible is the Word of God, and you're not among those who are just casually throwing the name of Jesus Christ around like so many are today. He said to you, I've set before you an open door. I'm going to lead you through that door, and in that door you're going to find strength, you're going to find provision, and you're going to find blessing that can only come from God. Now that open door begins with prayer. It is time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. That's nycprayer.org. God is Faithful is the title of a new book from the personal writings of Pastor David Wilkerson. This volume offers 365 deeply insightful, deeply inspiring reflections that reveal the loving heart of the Father. Each day in this year-long devotional journey, you can experience what Brother Dave knew intimately and preached passionately, that God is faithful and He takes great delight in you. To purchase a copy in limited edition hardcover, visit tscnyc.org. just heard another track from our guest MJ song titled Hallelujah from the project what's the project title Dreams to Destiny Dreams to Destiny yes sir wonderful wonderful uh, so go out and pick it up where can our, our listeners find your project 
Um, you can actually email me at mj at boundtoacause.com. Uh, B O U N D, the number two, A C A U S E dot com, and I'll send it your way. All right. Yeah. We'll be sure to plug that again before we uh, finish uh, today. Bound to a cause. Now, I've been looks, listening to uh, a couple of videos mm-hmm. and kind of reading up on that. Tell me about the birth of Bound to a Cause. Okay. Well, Bound to a Cause um, started about right when, right when I started in full time ministry, when I was traveling with Nancy Arm Ministries, we used to have this phrase. Um, and we used to always say, we are bound to a cause uh, far greater than myself. And that would, uh, sorry, far greater than ourselves. And that phrase really, really hit home for me, you know, ever since we started saying it. And then nothing really, really made sense to me until about three or four years ago is when I really started seeing uh, just a world in need. And people say, well, what's the message behind it? What is it? What is it? It's, it's you know, we've been talking about it for so long. But the message is so simple is that. You know, you don't become bound to a cause by being so consumed with self, but by seeing just such a world in need around you. And I was bothered and I was challenged by seeing that there are women and children sold into sexual slavery all over the world. And they're continuing to, to that's one of the biggest money making deals all over the world. And women and children are being sold into sexual slavery. It bothered me. It bothered me that there were the lost, the hungry, the broken and not many people were doing anything about it. And mm-hmm. not just the down and out, but what about the young business professional, the people in the pinnacle of making life decisions as to what path they go in, who is mentoring or training them? And I just saw such a need. And as simple as that, the Lord challenged me, well, why don't you do something about it? Mm-hmm. You know? So the, the ministry side of you, the teaching, preaching, developing, sending side of you, mm-hmm. obviously... Uh, from, from from listening to you outweighs the musical side of you, but the music complements that. Yeah. So the, technically, I mean, you you really are music with a mission, but your mission is bigger than your music. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what that's I think that's what the fa- my favorite part about Bound to a Cause and Dreams to a Destiny. You know, everything the, the eclectic style of it because I believe the Lord putting music in me has that music opens the doorway to their heart. You mm-hmm. know. And so if I can play a song that I've written that will relate to somebody or if I can lead worship at, in a city or at a crusade or just sing and write and play some music for people, that that breaks something. And you, you know what I'm talking sure, about. Absolutely. It, it, it tears down something and it gives you access to people's lives because, you know, the, music is something that that doesn't need permission to enter your spirit. Mm-hmm. You you listen to it and it gets in somehow, some way. And it'll, it, it has the power and the potential to break down walls. Yeah, it's so subtle think, that it, it gets in you even when you're not listening. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Supermarket, you'll, you'll find yourself you know. tapping your foot or tapping <laughs> exactly. the steering wheel or, or bobbing your head to something, you yeah. know. And I think that's what God has given me. That's why he's given me this, this music gifting to open the door to something so much bigger and deeper than music will ever be. But without that gifting, without that, you know, that knock on the door, which it being music, I don't believe I, I can be as effective, you know? When did the music that, start for you? Oh, well, music started, um, I think, in, like right at high school. I saw everyone around me. And if you, I mean, Sheba will tell you and I'll tell you, basically anybody in the Indian community can sing or play music, okay, somehow. And so I Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, so Sheba over here has been holding back on us because uh, she hasn't sung or played anything. I mean, when we ask her, it's like 
she goes into this spasm thing. And so say say what you just said again, because you said any and everybody in the Indian community. Basically, basically anybody and everybody can play or sing. All right. I just want to get it on record again, because uh, that, that gives us something to go after in the next yeah. few weeks here. And so, and so I grew up watching... People like, you know, the up after, people like Jason James. I mean, names you don't know, but for me, just some names in the community, just really influential people that, man, these are, these guys are singing and, and playing music and serving the Lord. And in my heart, I just had such a desire to do it. Had no training, had no, knew nothing. And so one day I sat with my mentor. His name is Jason James. He grabbed a hold of me and just sat with me and prayed with me. And he asked me basically, hey, what do you want to do for the Lord? And in my heart, I just said, Jay, I just want to, I, I want to be able to serve him. I want to be able to sing for him and play music for him. So we prayed. Uh, I remember we prayed and the Lord challenged me and nothing hyper spiritual, but my voice started changing and music just started making sense to me. Like music theory as in numbers or, or modulating or transposing or whatnot. It just... Mm-hmm. Things just started making sense to me, and I couldn't explain it because here's the thing. I'm a left-handed bass player, mm-hmm. a right-handed acoustic player, and I'm an open-handed drummer. Okay? <laughs> For the life of me, I can't play bass right-handed, even if I try. Wow. I play electric. I could play lead electric right-handed, and for the life of me, I can't explain why I can't differentiate between the two. But it's just – and that, my explanation to anybody and everybody that asks, they ask if I take voice lessons or whatnot. I'm like, no, I wish I take le- voice lessons. Mm. It's, it is complete – and I think this is why the Lord did it this way because I, there's no way I can take credit for it. Right. You know? And so I just started pursuing music and singing relentlessly. Like I've said before, I just started – I would play music any chance I got. I would be on the drums in my room annoying my parents and my brothers any chance I got. You know, I would – sing anywhere and everywhere in the car and then god just started opening doors for me to start singing at conferences and crusades and meetings and, and television and whatnot and well here we are today you know my <laughs> music is such a huge huge part of who i am and the the way the message gets effectively you know communicated i love it when i can just sing or, or play music and get into the word and sing scriptural songs, songs that glorify the Lord, the songs that point people to the Lord. And it doesn't, even songs that I write, doesn't have to be overtly, well, Jesus, 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 God, God, God. But it can be, hey, I understand where you've been. This is where I'm at. You can you can relate with my struggles. Look where I've gone and maybe it could help you too. Mm. Bound with you the know? cause or bound to a cause greater yes, than yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Now that ministry was birthed, and I think you had a an, an official uh, ministry launch, launch yeah. we had a uh, just launch this, this month. last Saturday. Okay, and about 120 people uh, came out. We had auction items, we had dinner, we had music. It was an incredible just foundation to just literally launch and get just just step in full force and what the Lord wants me to do to have my family, to have my friends, to have my church family. So, you, so the church was there. Church was in, in, in church is in full support of this. Is that right? Yeah, they've been incredible because I'm leaving for six months and they're still keeping me on staff. They're still, you know, they're still wanting to support, you know, monthly and whatnot. The pastor, the board, 
they have been incredible the entire way. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And and so important for somebody in ministry to have the support of their leadership. And uh, have a church home, you exactly, know, to be plugged exactly. into a home. I think there's so many ministers that try and launch out on their own without having a base. Right. And it's, I think it's very important to have accountability, have a covering, have a church home, have a pastor that pours into your life. And that's what Grace Life Church does for me. They're incredible, incredible people. Great, great. Don't go away. We're coming right back. TSC Music is now accepting applications for our adult praise choir. The APC is determined to encourage everyone who will hear that God is forever worthy of our trust and our worship, both in life and in song. The APC ministers weekly during our Sunday 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. services, Tuesday at 7 p.m., and rehearses on Thursday evenings. For more information, go to tscnyc.org and click on Get Involved. The Times Square Church Youth Praise Choir is now accepting applications. The YPC's passion for Jesus is contagious. Up for anything and everything, the Praise Choir is eager to show others the love of God. And singing is only the beginning. If you're between the ages of 14 and 30 and would like to be a part of the YPC, go to tscnyc.org and click Get Involved to apply. TSC, music radio, where God is. I've been lost for quite some time now Trying to find a way back to a place where grace helps me step down From this pedestal I put myself a crown From the world's praise, off a mistake The words that people say are meant to validate my ego Here I will go I think it's for the best if I just step out the way to take over now Take over I've tried this on my own now Took a couple of steps and I just fell to the floor Didn't know that I was just playing the game Oh, I'm claiming this name And saying I've changed it's a tough road Gotta get in check though Your actions will speak louder than your words go To a different word flow More than a stage show You're gonna get bent, you'll never break though We are back again with our guest via Skype, MJ, all the way in Oklahoma. Now, what city are you in? I'm in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. He's like in the city of Oklahoma. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. We are. Thunder awesome. Blood, you know. Great, great. Now, before the break, you were talking about the importance of of having a, a church home or a home base and leadership. And that's so important. And I want you to talk about that a little bit more because we have a contingency of young musicians and singers who are listeners to this podcast. And I want you to take a moment or two, just a minute or two, and speak directly to them about the importance of being under leadership, about the importance of having a home church, a a covering, if you will. Well, guys, especially to the musicians and worship leaders and whatnot, guys that are listening, you pour out and you pour out and you pour out and you pour out. And it's a good thing. It's great to minister to others, to bless others. But if people aren't pouring into you, 
then you'll end up getting dry. You'll get burnt out and you'll be so ineffective. And, and you're not just hurting others, you're hurting yourself. Uh, with going in, and, and it's all well-intentioned because you know what? I, you're passionate, you're ambitious, you want to serve you know, the Lord all, you know, by traveling, by evangelizing, by doing concerts and whatnot. But if you don't have a church covering and accountability there and somebody consistently pouring into your life, asking you the hard questions, you'll always have yes men around you and no one sharpening you, no one, no one challenging you to go deeper and deeper and pursue this to even a deeper level, having someone mentor you. I think having a church home, having a base and a foundation is probably the one of the most important decisions you will ever make in ministry, in music, is to decide, number one, who's going to watch out for you as you're watching out for so many others, you know? It's so good to have a pastor pour into your life, have a church home that you're consistently plugged into, and a place to just call home when you're, when you're, when, what if you're not booked for a week? Let's get practical for a moment. What if you're not ministering for a month straight? What if you're not the next hot thing and you're not asked to come to this meeting or this crusade or, or this event or this concert or open up for this person? What do you do? Sit at home, do nothing or get poured into, pray and be equipped to again be sent out. I think that's the most important thing you could do as a minister yeah. is to have a church home. Yeah, every 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 preacher needs a preacher. Exactly. <laughs> every minister needs a minister. Exactly. Every pastor exactly. needs a pastor. You know. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. So we have to all stay in a place where we are um, uh, teachable and uh, we can constantly yeah. be learning. It's very important. I agree. Uh, now let's go back to the music side of you because you <laughs> said you are a left-handed bass player, a right-handed <laughs> guitarist. Uh, you play open-handed drums. I mean, yeah. what's wrong with you, man? What's what's <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I get the I get that question all the time. I, you know, I try. I try to play bass right-handed. It just doesn't make sense to me for some reason. But you give me a left-handed bass. I have one sitting behind me, and it's oh my gosh, every bit of that. It's like it just feels great. I love to play in the pocket groove, whatever it is. It just makes sense to me. And then acoustic right-handed, electric right-handed, it just makes sense to me. And I, I don't. I wish. I wish I could do it all. And. You know, I wish I could even call myself ambidextrous, but I, I really can't because I can't do them both. It's, I'm weird. Let's just put it at that. I'm, but I'm weird for Jesus. That's cliche. Okay. Forty is that sounds. And I'm this. It's just what it is. It is. Now I see a keyboard behind you. You play keyboard as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, do yeah. you do most of your writing on guitar or keyboard? Um, I do most of my writing on guitar actually, so and some some of it. Piano is just it's more of um. A relaxing thing for me sometimes when i just want to just jam out i come and sit at the piano and i just play mm-hmm. you know i don't know all the chords i just it just i play by ear so i just hear it and it makes sense to me and i play okay um, piano is probably the one i don't understand the most but i just play it right i love it that makes sense now when you go out and minister you have a band you have a worship team with you or how, how do you usually go out i i honestly that's what i crave at this moment to have a consistent you know, worship team or a band wherever I go. But what I do is when I'm invited somewhere, I usually just play with um, whoever's at, at the place. But the for, pe- for the, the people that I do play with the most are a group of guys in Dallas, and I hope they're listening or they get to. But Reggie, Shan, Al, and Nathan, those four guys, they are some of the most incredible musicians that I know that just pr- relentlessly pursue 
the Lord. A few of them are, are in this band called One Among Many, led by this guy named Ben Chaco. Just phenomenal music, phenomenal ministry. But I get to play with those guys the most. And we don't even need to rehearse. Mm-hmm. As we get together, we pray for a few minutes and, um, and, and we get up there and it's like they read my mind. They read my mind wherever we go. They were connected in the spirit. And we, it's, man, just powerful, powerful ministry when I'm with those group of guys. That's great. Great. Yeah. yeah. Every, every, every musician needs that, uh, that kind of chemistry, that kind of musicianship yeah. Yeah. Uh, in their lives. Now, songs like Letting Go, Lost in You, uh, You're Beautiful, I listen to those on, on YouTube. Yeah. These are original compositions. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original. Um, Some of them are comp- yeah, original, yeah. Okay, t- tell me about tell me about your writing approach because, um, again, you know, pe- people write for different reasons. Yeah, Some people yeah. write because they feel like you know when they go out and minister, they need to have something that's original. That's 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 yeah. them. Other people write because they are inspired by the Holy Spirit to do so. Yeah. Uh, they're either going through something or they, they, they know somebody who's going through something or maybe just God gave them a word, you know, in, in, yeah, in their yeah. devotional time. Uh, and then, of course, you have the writer who just wants to write because he needs to put it on a CD because he needs to try to make a dollar. Um, uh, <laughs> to me, that's like the bottom of the totem pole. I yeah, hate to say no, it that it way. Is. but. Yes, uh, <laughs> um and then it's usually those uninspired songs that nobody really wants to hear anyway. Exactly. Um, but uh, when you write, I mean, what's happening with you? I mean, you've got these three songs. You, you've done these coffee shops. You've done some public things. You've done church. When you're writing, what 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 does it come out of? Is it birth out of experiences? Are they birth out of devotionals? Or, yeah. or well, are they birth out of, you know, project moment, fulfillment? In mean, a moment of my time, there was a time in my life where I struggled with the things that we talked about. Like, oh man, I just need to write. I just need to do something. I need to get something out there. But mm-hmm. then, and I, I have those four songs that no one will ever hear because they, <laughs> they were forced and, you know, they're safely put away for a time when maybe the God, God will get a hold of them. But I, I got to tell you something. Andre Couch, Crouch did that. <laughs> And you know what his greatest one of one of his greatest songs were? No, what was the blood? Oh my that God! Jesus shed for me. Wow! Way back on Calvary, the wow. blood will never lose its power. He threw it yeah. in the garbage. Wow! And he thought it wasn't a good song. And his sister said, "No, this thing has something." It's one of the greatest songs he's ever written. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> oh my goodness! But anyway, carry on. Yeah, but. <laughs> Um, most of the songs that I write come from, and it's weird. Like I don't, I don't know anyone else that I've talked to that has the same approach to writing as I do, because I never forced. I never sit down and I think, oh well, hey, I have to write a song. It'll be in my car for the most part. Every idea or hook or chorus I've ever gotten has been in my car while I'm driving, and I'm sitting there. I usually. As much as I love music, I don't play any music when I drive. Mm. It's completely quiet. I love it completely quiet. I love to just think and talk and pray, you know, whatever it is. And mostly in the car, some a tune or a lyric will come and and I'll put my iPhone on on the mic and, and I'll record it and I'll get back home and I'll sit there and it'll be something that I had gone through. It'll be an experience or it'll be a struggle mm-hmm. at the moment or it'll be something that I don't know I'm going to go through. Cause there's a song that I wrote called I believe that no one's heard yet. And I wrote it like two years ago and it is exactly what I am going through right now. It is exactly what I need to hear. And, and it's just one of the part, the bridge in the song goes, I, I believe even when I cannot see and I hold the promises that you keep, you know, and it's right. exactly what I'm needing. To, that, that word is what I'm needing in this season of my life. And mm-hmm. so 
my writing approach is completely again weird <laughs> you know <laughs> like i am <laughs> there's no real tactic to it from from some you know format it just happens yeah 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 Tis so sweet to trust in jesus just to take him at his word just to rest upon his promise just to know the says the lord jesus jesus how i trust him Tis so sweet. Again, our guest from Oklahoma City via Skype, MJ. And again, you can find his material. Tell our people where you can find it again. Well, you can go on uh, www.boundtoacause.com. That's B-O-U-N-D, the number two, A-C-A-U-S-E.com. And a lot of my information will be on there, and there's a way to contact me, and I can get you some more stuff if you guys want. Bound to a Cause. Now, you've got a video trailer that I watched last night uh, that I thought was pretty cool. You've got all these people um, stating, I'm bound to a cause, I'm bound to a cause. Yeah. Uh, now, tell me how you pulled that off and and, and where who these people are. I mean, I guess they're people from your church or your community, the, but they're obviously people who agree with the mission statement of Bound to a Cause. Well, they're actually people from all over the United States and even India uh, that sent in videos of themselves. Ah, to me, yeah. That's why the quality is different in each one, and some of them are on an iPhone or 
whatever they can get to me. These are just people that at one time have been very influential in my life or have partnered up with me in, in, in ministry or in music and, and people that I look up to. Some of them, you know, there's guys on there called The Up After. They're actually based in New York, and Sheba could tell you more about them. They're incredible, incredible guys. There's guys you definitely want to talk to in the future. Well, um, before we do that, though, we're going to get Sheba singing and playing on this podcast because yes, something yes, is amiss here. Yes, yeah. you have to. You have to. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably get it for that later, but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm in Oklahoma City, so it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, they're, they're all people on there are, you know, they just sent it in and people that have been or have showed to me, um, you know what, I am bound to a cause far greater than myself. Mm, and, great, great. Yeah. So if you listen to this podcast, go check it out. Look up Bound to a Cause online, and I'm sure you, you will find it, just as I did on last night. Yeah. Uh, you'll find the link. It'll be easy to spot, and you can get more on MJ and Bound to a Cause. Now, earlier in the podcast, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, authentic worship. And so you've got to pick up your guitar. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, uh, first, you got to speak to us in your native, your 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 cultural, your native tongue first, because I, I there's something about the language that I just love. I don't understand it, but I, I like it. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. What what should I say? Um, I'll say a little bit of what I'm doing um, yes. when I go to India. Okay, Yan September la nati pone, nati poi Bangalore pone, Delhi pone, pene Kochilum pone. Um, Great. Now put that in a song for me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The song that I'm about to um, sing to you is is something that that basically speaks my heart in both English and in uh, Malayalam. And it just speaks about being available. Uh, to the Lord and I truly believe that the Lord isn't looking for some kind of qualifications he's not looking for merit um, he's not looking for uh, what you can do or what you can say he's honestly just looking for availability and um, what he can do with an available person worlds can be changed lives can be transformed if you're just available to the Lord you know so that's the song I'm going to sing I'll, I'll sing it in uh, Malayalam first uh, and then I'll translate it to English as well okay MJ, here on TSC Music with a mission. Yeah. 
Thank you so much. Pleasure <laughs> having you with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. Awesome being able to share my heart. We will uh, certainly keep you in prayer uh, as you travel. And uh, for our listeners, again, go check out Bound to a Cause. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Greater than one on oneself, but Bound to a Cause. Look it up online and uh, let's support our brother. We thank you so much, man, for joining us. Take joy, my King, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online, because Music with a Mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet for live tweets during every podcast interview. You can even tweet your questions for our podcast guests by using the hashtag MWMPodcast. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time on TSC Music with a Mission.